Tandem Nomads, episode 269. It is so important to know the seasons of your business, but also to be really aware about what is working right now for you and what is not working so that you can simply choose to focus on what's working and ditch what's not working. But to be able to know that, you need to take some time and be strategic with analyzing your sales. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great resources and inspiration to grow a successful portable business, to thrive in your global nomadic life, or simply to make your business work for your lifestyle. This is your host, Emel Teregi. I'm your business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. This episode is part of the Slow Challenge series, where I share with you some specific guidance to build a business and grow a business at your own rhythm. In fact, sometimes you might have a lot happening in your life, but don't want to give up on your business. There are small, simple things you can do to be able to keep up with your business and even grow your business while reducing the amount of time and energy that you put in it. And my goal today is to help you analyze your business using your numbers and your past sales to make strategic decisions that will allow you to keep doing what's working and stop wasting your time on things that are not working. So if you're listening to this episode and you're not yet having a business with and generating sales, I would still invite you to continue to listen to this episode because you will immediately get the knowledge you need and avoid the mistakes that I see so many solo entrepreneurs do in the first years of their business. If you have already been in business, then I highly recommend you to carefully listen to this episode because it's going to be very simple, something very simple to do. And yet a lot of people don't do it. So I hope that you are following some of this guidance. But if not, don't worry, I got you covered today. So here is my question to you. If I asked you now, tell me exactly what are the different revenue streams you have in your business and how many clients did you get for each revenue stream and what is the revenue that you received for each revenue stream at which period of the year? Can you clearly answer this question? If not, then I urge you to take a moment at least an hour, to go through all your sales in your business and make sure to track this information so that you know exactly what you sold, when and what is selling well, what is not selling so well, but also which period of the year are you selling more of a certain revenue stream versus another. That way, you will be able to make some key decisions moving forward and I will guide you related to that in a bit. But for me, my big question to you is, are you tracking those numbers in your business? If not, I've created a template for you where you can remove all the hustle of figuring out how to track that by downloading my Excel sheet that I've prepared for you, where you will be able to have a column for each revenue stream with a unit price, the number of clients, and the total for each revenue stream, and then the total for the whole year. And you will do exactly the same thing for each year in your business. Once you have done that, then you will look at what are the trends in your business. What are the months where you sell more of a product versus another? How did the revenue evolve from a year to another, but also from a month to another? 
And what are the things that you've done to attract those clients? And that's going to be the second part of the workbook that I prepared for you, where it's going to be all about analyzing these numbers and looking at what are the numbers telling you about your business and what does it mean for you? What are you going to do about it moving forward to make your business more easy by focusing on what's working for you and stopping putting energy on things that are not working? In fact, the best way to judge what's working is to look at what's selling. At the end of the day, your business is about making impact, but also about making revenue. And the more revenue you make, the more impact you can make for your clients and the people you want to serve, including yourself. So as I mentioned before, I have a workbook for you specifically to guide you through these steps so you don't have to waste your time and energy figuring this out on your own. However, if you just listen to this episode and have your own way to do it, then do it, right? It's all about giving you some extra resources here to make it easier for you. But if you get the point of this episode, then just commit the time to do the work if you haven't done it yet. All right. But if you want some guidance, first of all, to help you track your numbers with my Excel sheet and then some questions to help you analyze what these numbers are actually telling you and what does it mean for you moving forward, then make sure to use the workbook that I prepared for you. If you already signed up in the past to the slow challenge, know that you don't need to sign up and download this workbook. I've already sent it to you by email. You should have received it by the time that you listen to this episode. And if you haven't been part of the Slow Challenge yet, then don't hesitate to download this workbook and you don't have to do anything else. You will automatically be added to this Slow Challenge and receive any future resources to help you make the right decisions in your business to make it work for you at your own rhythm. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 269 where you will find the link to get this workbook and the Excel sheet that goes with it. So there are two parts to this process. The first one is to track your numbers and the second one is to analyze the, what those numbers are telling you about your business. The one thing that I want to tell you and that leads me straight away to the first part of this process, which is tracking your number, I want to really insist on one thing. I'm not inviting you to do accounting here. By the way, I have a whole episode about how to track your numbers for accounting purposes, to track your expenses and your revenues and your profit, etc. So this is something that I actually give you as an extra bonus resource at the end of this workbook, where you can do it as well with an Excel sheet that I've been creating for my own business that you could use again. So I'm not talking about financial um, analysis here of your business. I'm really talking about understanding in gross revenue without counting the expenses, without counting the profits in gross revenue. When are you selling what? And by the way, when you see this Excel sheet I'm giving you, make sure to enter the numbers of, of what is booked, what is ordered. For example, if you have a payment plan, then Make sure to enter the full amount of that project or that revenue stream and not just what has been paid to you so that you know what did you sell, even if it's not in your bank account. And this is why I'm really saying that this is not about accounting. This is about understanding the connection between your marketing efforts and your sales efforts. So make sure that whenever you're selling a product, or service or revenue stream in general, you put the full amount, even if you haven't received it yet then. 
And the other note that I want to make is for those of you who have businesses who are more like consulting where you don't really have clear revenue streams in your business because you kind of do it client per client. This can be a little bit tricky. Uh, however, I still invite you, first of all, to think in terms of projects that you manage with your clients. In general, what are the type of projects and what is the price? price range of those projects it will be good for you really so that you really have clarity on what you're actually selling in your business so this actual suite might need to be a little bit modified for your own purposes if that's your case do it the way that works for you again but if you're not having even as a consultant a little bit of an idea of what are the different revenue streams you have in your business even if it's everything about consulting think about your type of packages think about the range of prices you have uh, if it's per hour that becomes a little bit tricky as well right however same thing here think about for example if you have a retainer a monthly retainer versus a project per project try to differentiate those revenue that are coming project from project to those who are paying you with a retainer so that you can see what type of clients you're attracting are you attracting retainer based clients at a certain time of the year versus project per project type of clients so as you can see here, some businesses might need a bit more fine-tuning, but I hope you understand here the main point it is to sit down and really look at what are the trends in your business and what type of clients you're attracting and what type of revenue you're making at which time of the year and for which amounts. All right. But in general, I hope that you do have clear revenue streams and on average, usually most portable business would need one to three revenue streams to diversify and make sure that you don't depend on only one type of project to generate revenue. For instance, if you are a coach, usually the first type of revenue is, for example, an online course that's at the lower price point, and then you have group coaching and then individual coaching. This is an example of three types of revenue streams. Not all coaches need to work like that, but this is, for example, one of the things that can happen in a coaching business. If you're selling, for example, a more freelance type of services, for example, let's say you do social media management for your clients, then think of uh, the different packages you have. Sometimes you might just offer posting. Sometimes you might offer posting plus creating visuals. Sometimes you might be offering posting plus visuals plus copywriting. So think about those different packages you have in your business. And if you don't have that, try to create some so that it helps you really track, again, what is what type of services and what are the revenue streams that are working the best in your business. Another note that I want to talk about before I, I go into the interpretation of those numbers and why it's important. There's something about numbers that I noticed scare a lot of people or sometimes it's just procrastination, not wanting to do the work. And I want to invite you to look at it as a fun activity. And by the way, if your numbers are not good, don't use this exercise to drain you down in the opposite. I want you to feel empowered, even if your numbers are not satisfying Feel proud to have done it because I know that moving forward, you will actually be more empowered about your numbers. 
right? So even if you don't like what you're seeing, I want you to come from a place from empowerment and don't let your self-doubt drag you down if you're not happy with what you see with the numbers. Make sure to really do the self-talk here and say, hey, I'm being empowered here by facing my numbers, looking at what they're telling me and making the right decisions moving forward. And if I don't know what are the right decisions, I will work on finding them and getting the resources and help I need to figure that out. That attitude is much better than just going and and crunching and putting yourself in a in a bowl and, and, and feeling so terrible about yourself. This is not the attitude to have, all right? And the other thing is come from a place of fun, have fun with this and try to enjoy the, the clarity that you're going to get by taking the time to track what are you selling when throughout the year, All right? This is more a mindset thing that I want to share with you because I think that the way we approach money can really be um, at your disadvantage or at your advantage depending on how you're looking at it. And Here's one thing, I'm not going to go into this, but there's one belief that I have is that money is energy and the energy you put and the attitude and mindset you put when you look at your numbers can really influence your results and the decision you make. So if you come from a place of doubt and fear, you are not going to be in the right mindset to be able to attract money in your business. All right. So come from a place of empowerment when you do this exercise. All right, now I want to talk a little more about that second stage once you have gathered the numbers is to look at the numbers and listen at what they're telling you. So in the workbook, I give you some general questions to guide you as well as some more specific questions. I just want here in this episode to attract your attention on certain things that I think are really important and the real purpose behind this whole idea of looking at your numbers and some of the strategic decisions that these numbers are going to allow you to make to not only attract more money, attract more clients, but also to do it with ease. Remember, it's all about ease. And a lot of times the reason why people are overwhelmed is because they're doing too many things without knowing exactly what's working and what's not working. So basically the second stage is really about looking at your numbers and look at the months that you had a lot of sales, what have you done? And the months where you don't have sales, what you have not done? Or what you have you actually done that did not lead to sales? And ultimately, the goal here is to continue what's working and to stop doing what's not working. As simple as that. However, I do give you some more guidance and more specific questions about that that I invite you to check in the workbook. But here are the big areas that I want you to reflect on. The first one is, what are the seasons in your business, you will notice that there might be some times of the year where you have more sales than others. That's why I'm asking you to track your sales from a year to another. And again, if you don't have a business yet, you might not have that information. But if you start tracking it now, you're going to save yourself a lot of time and energy down the road. So start doing it now. So look at what are the seasons of the business where you get most clients so that you can then realize, okay, I don't need to spend a lot of energy during these months of the year on trying to get clients if this is the months where the people take most action on my type of product or service. Then you know that those are the months where you will put more efforts into your business to generate those clients. Now, if you feel like you want to push those seasons that are more calm, then it means that you need to figure out, okay, how can I create a strategy to attract people during that time? To have that answer, 
I would recommend you to actually do some surveys and talk to the people to figure out what are the motivations and the times of the year that they're willing to take action and what's missing for them during the times where they don't take action. So there's more research here to do. If you want to learn more about the seasons of your business, I will link to the show notes an episode where I talk more about that. But first, just look at it. Observe what are the trends in your business? What are the months and the seasons of the year where things pick up more than others? And what does it mean for you? Second, as I said before, look at what strategies have you implemented for that type of revenue streams? How did you push it or how did the clients know about it and come to you? For example, if you notice that most of your clients come from word of mouth, it's amazing, by the way. So I recommend you to proactively pursue that word of mouth. How you do that? First of all, by making sure that you're collecting testimonials from your clients. And I have an episode about that that will list in the resources of this episode. But also by reaching out proactively to your past clients or your partners and people who know the value of your work and asking them to recommend you to anybody who they might know who needs your service, your product. That can be as simple as an email to send and create that awareness. Hey, I'm open for business. Here, please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you know anybody and to connect me to that person. Doing business can be as simple as that. And here is the big third point that I wanted to highlight about this whole process of analyzing your numbers. It's all about analyzing your pricing. Your prices are giving you more information than you might think. And I'm going to give you, first of all, an example and then explain a little bit of what it could mean for you. I have been doing this exercise many years ago where I looked at my numbers and looked at my seasons and you will see in the actual sheet that I give you I ask you to not just put your sales I ask you to choose your revenue streams next to it your price per unit and next to it the number of clients and the total price you get per uh, for that type of, of revenue stream and that's when I realized that if I actually want to be profitable my pricing is not going to work because there's no way that I can serve as many clients and provide high quality support to my clients and at the same time reach the revenue goal that I want to reach. And also, I was in a time where I did not have the bandwidth to work full time. So I more than doubled my prices. And from that moment, I could see in the numbers that I actually attracted less clients, but I made twice more revenue and at the same time, provide even more impact for my clients. So what I mean here is that one of the strategic decisions you're going to have to make when you look at these numbers is what type of business do you want? Are you going to focus on volume or are you going to focus on value? There's no wrong or right. It's just that usually if you want to work on volume, which means like lower prices but a higher number of clients, then you absolutely need to have a bigger audience and put some more efforts into attracting those number of clients. Whereas if you decide to focus your strategy on high value, it means that you're going to have to revisit your prices and increase your prices so that not only you make sure that you're creating a business that is aligned with your lifestyle, that doesn't require from you to have a lot of clients to generate real revenue, but also, this is going to benefit your profitability. In the previous episode, I had a whole interview with an expert on the topic. Her name is Anna Maria Moore, 
where she shares how a lot of entrepreneurs are actually setting themselves for bankruptcy and not able to pay themselves because very often it's not even about volume. Even if you decide to go with volume, you need to price your products and services right so that it really makes sense for you to be in business. So make that exercise and look at your pricing. And one of the questions you're going to have to ask yourself is, are you pricing your product or services the right way? And if not, what are you going to do about it? And guess what? I also have an episode to help you really embrace the right prices in your business. And sometimes that small little shift and also a lot of courage will actually lead you to create a business that works for you. You might be exhausted for the simple reason that you're trying to grow a business with the wrong pricing. And by the way, that is one of the reasons why I ask you when you do this exercise to not do it in an accounting way, but rather as a marketing strategy way, because your pricing is actually a marketing decision. And therefore, when you track your sales, don't track of what came in your account, in your bank account, but rather what you actually sold. And that's specifically for when you have a payment plan, then put the full amount, even if you didn't receive yet the full amount in your bank account. But I'm not saying that you should never do that, by the way. I just want to tell you that this particular exercise is about looking more at the marketing strategies rather than the finances of your business. For finances purposes, you definitely want to calculate every other aspect of your expenses and your income so that you can really choose the right pricing. But here we're really focused on your marketing strategies and understanding which revenue streams are bringing most clients and most revenue. So while you revisit all the marketing strategies that actually brought you clients, what worked and what did not work, I also want you to take the time to really think about your pricing when you do go through this process and make sure that you are coming from a place again of empowerment instead of making your decisions based on fear and doubts. All right, nomination. So I hope that this was helpful for you and you will find all the resources that I mentioned on the show notes of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 269. I can't wait to hear from you how this process has gone for you. What did you learn from it? And even if you have any questions, know that you can reach out to me. When you download your workbook, then you will receive an email from me with the resources and the link to it. That's the email you can use to contact me or you can also DM me on Instagram. I can't wait to hear from you and stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.